Log Talk Radio. Grizzlies Growls presents the IDSL, the show that tries to play every tune by every Minnesota artist on GarageBand.com, if they let me, and if it doesn't suck. Now, here's your host, Grizzly Smith. Yes, that's me. Well, hello, folks. This is the IDSL for September 3rd, 2009. It's Thursday. It's about 10 p.m. here in uh, the central time zone, Duluth, Minnesota, my hometown out on the edge of Lake Superior. And I am your host, the internationally renowned new media celebrity, Grizzly Smith. Yes, that's me. Uh, how y'all doing? Uh, glad you could stop by and take some time to listen. I have I, uh, missed a couple of shows this week, I admit, and uh, largely because, quite frankly, going to schools turn out to be really exhausting for me. And if I sound a little bit under the weather, that's part of it, too. I might actually be coming down with something. I hope not. Basically, wearing myself out has not been a particularly good choice. What can you do, though? I mean, I think the school stuff is important to do. But it is kind of tiring to try and keep up with all this. And, of course, constantly being in, a, in a, an environment filled with people I don't really know particularly well is kind of hard for me. In any case, just because I am the guy I am. Now, let us move along here and uh, play a little bit of music. First tune up is something from a group called Frowning Trees. Except I'm not entirely sure it's a group. Uh, Frowning Trees is out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. They play experimental rock or experimental folk rock. says here, Someone once told me that the trees were frowning on me, so I joined them. This band is an actual forest somewhere. I am its only human member. Aha! Nathan Grimm on everything. Now the tune is something called, oddly enough, Cephalopoda of the Desert. Uh, it is listed as experimental electronica or ambient noise rock. And I normally don't play a lot of electronica, but we'll see if this, in fact, doesn't suck. Okay, Cephalopoda of the Desert from Frowning Trees. Thank you. 
Cephalopoda of the Desert from Frowning Trees. Well, it didn't suck. Oh, boy. You know, I was looking uh, earlier today before I started the show, and I realized that I actually have three little promo-ish things that I can play, and I have five songs, which means I could do a promo-ish thing. Did I am I actually counting right? I guess that wouldn't work. I don't have enough promos. So, but I'm going to play all three of them at various times in the show, just because I can. But I don't have enough to put one in between every song. So I'm not going to do that yet. But, <laughs> oh boy, yes, I guess I must be coming down with something. Now, what else we got? Next tune-up is from uh, Melisma. Melisma out of uh, Mankato, Minnesota. They have a tune here called chain link play uh, metal they say uh their thing about their name they have an actual dictionary definition of melisma etymology new latin from greek song melody from melisane to sing from melos uh, a group of notes or tones sung on one syllable in plain song melodic embellishment that's what a melisma is so, Melisma, the group, as far as that goes, includes Scott Rahi on drums, Mark Fish on lead guitar, Jason Hughes lead vocals, Brian Bond lead guitar, Brian Frederick on bass. And as I said, they play metal, and the tune is called Chain Link, and let us see what that sounds like, then, shall we? Chain Link from Melisma.
sucked or not I kind of thought it did but I don't just don't like that kind of music so maybe it was great and it just uh, sounded to me like it sucked because I don't like that kind of music but in any case it's played now that was uh, chain link from melisma who have a far too clever band name in my opinion but anyway yeah like I said I do have uh, three little extra things that I wanted to play that I can play now. And forgive my voice today. I think I'm coming down with the flu or something. This first one is from my friend Nobilis about something that nobody, well, podcasters always feel uncomfortable. Well, sometimes feel uncomfortable bringing it up, but he explains it rather well. So let me play this little thing from Nobilis. Hi. My name is Nobilis, and I am a podcaster. You may have heard of me, but even if you haven't, I'd like to take a minute or so of your time and talk about being a good podcast listener. The vast majority of podcasters don't get paid. Most of them work hard to craft the best audio and video content they know how. 
Some of them ask you for donations. Some of them ask you to buy their stuff. Some of them ask you for votes. But there's one thing nearly all of them appreciate, and that's feedback. It can be hard to give a podcaster feedback. Many of you are listening in the car or on the job or working out or doing chores. It can be difficult to remember to send feedback when you won't be near a phone or a computer for an hour or more after listening to the show, and so often one show just blurs into the next. Sometimes you don't feel like you have anything meaningful to say. I can relate to that. Sometimes I feel that way when I'm recording my show. But let me tell you, the podcaster whose work you're listening to right now doesn't care if you're contributing some great observation to the global consciousness. He just wants to hear from you, even if all you say is, I'm a listener and I like what I hear. So try this. Once a month, sit down with your podcatcher, whether it's iTunes or Juice or just a list of links in your browser, and scroll through the list. Pick out a dozen or so that you feel have given you something valuable, whether it's a moment of joy or a sparkle of truth or a cathartic tear, and tell them. Make a comment on the website. Send in an email. Make an audio comment. Whatever works for you. Think of it like paying the monthly podcasting bill. And the best part is, paying this bill won't drain your bank account. The true wonder of podcasting is that the people who produce them are so incredibly accessible. They're just ordinary folks like me and you. Well, except for T. Morris. But that's neither here nor there. My point is that we want to hear what you have to say, even if it's just a few words of encouragement. Thank you for your time. And remember, in order for us to be attention whores, we do need to get paid once in a while. Well, thanks, Nobelis. I couldn't have said it better myself. Or maybe I could have said it better myself, but I'm not feeling well today, and I didn't feel like saying it myself. But I will mention that I do have the comment line still set up, actually using my Google Voice line for that purpose. 218-234-CALL. That's 218-234-2255. And... Um, it just records a little voice message, and if I get one, I usually end up playing them on the show. Just saying. Ah, uh, let's see what else is going on here. I think I have some more music I'm supposed to play. Although supposed to isn't, doesn't necessarily apply since it's my show. I can just not play anything if I don't want to. But I do have more music, so maybe I can go ahead and play that anyway. Let's see, I played that one. So the next one up is from... Sombertown, Sombertown, a little tune called Chalkboard Fingernails. Sombertown is out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, the uh, largest city in the States. Uh, they play uh, alternative rock, or what they also call noisy guitar pop. They, she described here, a quoting from a review, I gather, a deliciously dizzying mishmash of driving guitars, mesmerizing rhythms, honey-sweet vocals, that's a quote from Pulse magazine. A friendly, likable dose of fuzzy indie rock pop from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Members of the band include Chris Prue, rhythm guitar and vocals, Scott Homan on drums, Matt McGuire, lead guitar, Marin Coates, bass and vocals, and the tune is called, as I said, Chalkboard Fingernails. Boy, that sounds pleasant. So this is Chalkboard Fingernails from Sombertown.
Chalkboard fingernails from Sumbertown. There, that wasn't too bad, was it? Hmm. And with my cold or flu or whatever it is, I can't actually hear it all that well. But it didn't sound too bad to me. I'm just saying. Let's see. Uh, going, going promo crazy tonight. I have another one here that I'm going to throw in because I can. Uh, played it a couple of other times, but uh, I think I like the way it's done, and it's kind of funny and pretty clever, and it conveys an important message. So this is a little thing from uh, John Bell out of uh, Bells in the Bat Free podcast at thebatfree.com. Your attention, please. This is a message of great importance to both my fellow Americans and those listening in other countries. As you know, we are currently experiencing a worldwide economic crisis. Here in America, as well as in some other countries, the government has taken the responsibility to restore certain companies to solvency with a bailout of many billions of dollars. The reasoning is that if these companies that provide products that touch every person in the country, nay, the globe, were to cease making a profit, then they would fail, resulting in financial calamity for the world economy. I would like to point out that in this time of bailouts, there is one industry that touches us all, that provides a product that every citizen can benefit from, that has never made a profit from its inception some years ago and has not asked for a bailout. I'm speaking, of course, of the podcasters of the world. Men and women and kids in spare bedrooms, basements, and other nooks and crannies, cranking out podcasts that are funny, informative, musical, artistic, banal, odd, bizarre, boring, and sometimes downright disgusting. What could be more American? Yet podcasters have not solicited Congress for bailout funds. Podcasters are voluntarily continuing to create shows that return not one red cent simply because they believe in whatever nut job idea they espouse. Podcasters do not demand. We beg. So the next time you're listening to a podcast, a free podcast, think about the people who have worked so hard to bring it to you. And when you see that PayPal button, why not donate a spare billion dollars or two? Remember, listening to podcasts isn't a right. It's a privilege. I'm John Bell of Bells in the Batfree at thebatfree.com, thanking you in advance for your support. Thank you, John. I thought that was very well said. And I do have one of them uh, PayPal buttons. Somebody clicked on it once, I think. So, plus, I've actually, there's actually 
Um, there's actually uh, Grizzlies Growls merchandise. I have my own little cafe press store. You can get a get a cup or a T-shirt or something with my Grizzlies Growls logo on there. I don't have the IDSL logo on there yet. Um, I have to edit it because it's not the, the image isn't big enough. But um, that I think that looks actually looks kind of cooler than the original Grizzlies Growls logo. But I have all that and. I have, let's see, I have the um, the Cafe Press store. I have uh, Amazon affiliate thing. I have uh, AdSense ads on all my websites. I have the donate thing. And I have garnered from all of them together over the last three years... Forty-eight dollars and ninety-seven cents, and actually the forty was from a friend of mine a couple of years ago. So that's uh, this whole podcasting business thing has been been working really well for me. I think I'm going to retire and just do this full time. But it's I don't do it. For, it's it's for fun, you know. If it wasn't fun, I wouldn't keep doing it. Although I'm doing it now when I'm not feeling very well. But, hey, that's my problem, not yours. Speaking of not feeling very well, the next tune-up is from someone calling themselves Anoran. Name of the band, Anoran. A-N-O-R-A-N. Uh, they are out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, too, because it's a big city. Lots of people are. Anoran started in 2003 and ended in 2004 in Minneapolis. Members of the band included... Adam Burns, lead guitar, Rocker DeVries on drums, Alex Bassett, lead vocals, Joseph Kumka, lead guitar. The tune is something called Chance Life. Huh. <laughs> says here this actual song length is 419, not 438, because we forgot to chop the silence off at the end. Sorry. But it's a good tune. At least I vaguely remember it being, being good. So let us check out Chance Life from Anoran. Thank you. 
That was Chance Life from Anoran. And uh, I thought that was actually a pretty cool one, you know? I like that one. Every now and again, you know. Sometimes I'll have an entire show of songs I really actually like. But mostly I try to stick by my rule. If it doesn't suck, I go ahead and play it anyway. I may not personally like it myself, but I go ahead and play it. You know what I did today? I, I've been hearing this new um, advertising terminology, you know, when they kind of like when they came out with Generation X and Generation Y, and I think we're up to Generation Z now, or they've probably got a couple of others that I have lost track of, but that kind of thing. They came up with this new thing referring to the younger people as digital natives, because, of course, you young people were born with all of this digital stuff available to you. And their, their consideration, their thought is that people like me should be considered digital immigrants because we weren't raised with all this digital stuff around me. Us. I wasn't. Anyway. And, you know, that kind of annoys me. Basically, all of this stuff was developing when I was growing up. But then again, some of it was developed by people that I grew up with, you know, and I was out there trying to figure out what to do with all of this. I don't, I don't consider myself a digital immigrant. Uh, I also don't consider, I mean, thinking of the, uh, the whole um, Old West theme there, digital native, I don't know. I mean, basically I think of, I look at the young people being called digital natives about the same way that the Iroquois looked at Virginia Dare. Yeah, she was born here, but native, <laughs> maybe not so much. Uh, I don't think of myself as a digital immigrant. Um, I think it, I didn't just roll off the boat yesterday, let's put it that way. I'm not a digital pioneer because pioneers, after all, go out and try to blaze trails for other people to find what they're going to be coming to find. And I'm not out there looking to find new stuff. Well, occasionally, but that's just in my spare time. I consider myself a digital voyageur got to say that carefully digital voyageur of course a voyageur if you're from this area northern minnesota you're familiar with the term those were the french uh, usually french guys french canadians who uh, went out into the wilderness not to blaze trails for people they weren't in a, in a covered wagon heading across the country that was the thing those are the people that you know the immigrants would come into uh, come over to the new world and settle in new york and stay there or take a boat all the way up the lake, up up uh, the Great Lakes, and go to Chicago and stay there. Or get in a wagon and travel all the way across country just to go to San Francisco or some other big city out on the other coast and stay there. The voyagers, on the other hand, went out into the wilderness not to blaze trails for other people and not make it easier for people to come in and farm and develop and so on, but just to go out and make a living off of the land and off of the resources that are out there. You know, go out and look at the cute little animals and kill them and eat their flesh and sell their skins. And, yeah, I'm down with that. I think digital voyageur is a better term for me and people like me than a uh, digital immigrant ever would be. That's just me. So I just, the other day, I actually registered the domain, digitalvoyager.com. I don't know why. 
I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It sounds like it'd be a cool title for a new podcast, but I have no idea what it would be about. But um, it's there. Maybe eventually I'll do something with that, too. Anyway, part of the part of the stuff I'm doing for, for school, we're going to broadcasting school now, so I have to develop new properties and new projects and so on. That's probably what I'll end up using that for. And now we have the third thing. Speaking of stuff that I've uh, been working on myself, I put together a little thing uh, based on something I got from uh, a well-known author. And uh, I didn't do the editing quite the way I ought to have done uh, looking back on it. But it came out fairly cool. And I think it's, again, an important message. So let's check that out. Hello folks, this is Grizzly Smith. I wanted to take a moment to share with you something I heard on the podcast of a favorite author of mine, possibly a favorite of yours, Spider Robinson. Spider and his wife, Jeannie, need our help. Uh, I'm an impoverished broadcasting student at the moment and can only do a little, but I can help spread the word, and I hope you'll help too. If you're a podcaster, I'm fine with your copying this piece into your own shows. Uh, I think Spider will be fine with it, too. I've also included links in the show notes for providing financial help, the same one Spider mentions on uh, Spider on the Web 71, where I got this piece. If you can, I hope you use those links and help where you can. Now here's Spider Robinson, and I'll let him uh, explain the rest. Okay, before I go, I feel a need to clarify Jeannie's medical situation. We have both talked ourselves hoarse on that subject since about last February, through many changes, and have lost track of just exactly what we told exactly who, and furthermore, our own natural instinct from the start has been to downplay things to keep such personal matters private. Ha! Fat chance. It is simply not humanly possible to not talk about having cancer or having a spouse who is dealing with it. Nor is it possible to keep telling the same story over and over again and not leaving parts out. So now some of our friends are going, oh, wait a minute, Jeannie, that surgery of yours was for cancer? And others are saying, what's this about a benefit concert for you? I thought you beat it. And anyway, you live in one of those countries with socialized medicine. What do you need money for? So it's time to bring everybody up to speed. Several months ago, the brilliant Dr. Andre Bushkowski helped Jeannie beat back a rare and virulent form of biliary cancer with nine and a half hours of creative surgery removing her gallbladder, common bile duct, and three-fourths of her liver. But her syndrome, Maritzi's, is so rare, even Dr. B can't say how much time he's bought her, how soon it might recur. If it does, no further surgery will be possible. For technical reasons, she is not a candidate for either radiation or chemo. Her only hope for long-term survival now is, therefore, to reboot and reinvigorate her failed immune system. She needs special therapies and meds and supplements, extensive diet and lifestyle changes, and a stress level as close to zero as possible. 
All those are expensive. None are covered by even Canada's excellent medical care. And like many artists today, if not most, we were already running on fumes financially when this came up. But Jeannie, a Soto Zen monk, has been spreading love and kindness around in all directions for a long time now, ever since I've known her. So her Buddhist Sangha in Vancouver, Mountain Rain Zen, our neighbors on Bowen Island, and friends as far away as Florida have all spontaneously come together to raise funds to help keep her around as long as possible. Your participation is welcomed. A Bowen Island benefit concert, We Dream for Jeannie, will be held at Cates Hill Chapel at 7.30 p.m. on Friday, September 18th. For details, go to http colon slash slash wedreamforgenie.blogspot.com slash that's Jeannie, J-E-A-N-N-E. Checks can always be sent to Mountain Rain Zen Center at 6183 Fraser Street, F-R-A-S-E-R Street, Vancouver, B.C., postal code V5W2Z9, Canada. Goods or services can be donated for eBay auction by contacting Jan Schroeder at dreamforgenie at AOL.com my friend and colleague Don DeBrant, for example, will use the name of the highest bidder for a vampire, werewolf, or golem in his next novel as D.D. Barant, Death Blows, which he describes as, quote, either an urban fantasy, paranormal mystery, or supernatural romance. Take your pick, unquote. And if you'd like to simply send a PayPal donation, by Monday, 24 August, there will be a hot link for that purpose at http colon slash slash wedreamforgenie.blogspot.com slash. As a Buddhist, Jeannie's been contemplating her own death for as long as I've known her. She's not afraid. She's also not in any hurry at all to go, nor I to let her. She and I both warmly appreciate your help, support, prayers, or just good thoughts. So does our grandchild, Marissa Alegria, presently enjoying her third month as an earthling. And that was Peter Robinson. Uh, a little... A little choked up at the moment for obvious reasons. I do have links on uh, grizzliesgrowls.com and there will be links in the show notes for this show so you can get to the information you need to be able to help out there. If you happen to be in the area, of course, you could go to the uh, go to the benefit concert too. For that matter, if you're a musician, show, bring your axe. Show up. I'm just saying. Ah, boy, 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 boy. Well, on that... Uh, cheery note I have one more tune on my list to play this one is from a band called Morrison Morrison once again is out of Minneapolis, Minnesota they play rock or pop rock they say they describe themselves as a group that took a long long time to get together sifting through many musicians in the past Morrison was finally formed the band includes uh, Scott Morrison, lead vocals, guitarist and singer, uh, John Idy on drums, Rocky Hem on bass, Jess Curry on violin, bio, violin, <laughs> violin uh, and backing vocals. And the tune I am playing today is something called Chance, 
which is uh, I seem to re- seem to rather like seem to recall rather liking this particular one. So here is Chance from Morrison. kind of nice uh chance from morrison nice bouncy little tune speaking of bouncy little tunes of course i do have that big interview coming up tomorrow with uh chris kirby who uh, i had uh, come across uh, via uh, aerial publicity and he's got some uh, he's got some you know some good upbeat music good keyboardist and uh he's got some bluesy things and uh, a little bit uh you know, a little, it takes it takes some chances with his music every now and again. It'll be interesting to talk to him tomorrow. You're certainly welcome to stop by and uh, 
Uh, drop uh, drop any questions you want to drop. Uh, that should be interesting. I'll have to. Uh, I'm kind of looking for. I'm hopefully I'm be feeling better by then. Of course, because like I say right now, I'm not at my best. Ah, boy, it's kind of hot today too. Actually, it was up like over the, like over eighty. Um, when I got home from school, so sitting out on the porch with the shades down, trying to stay a little bit cooler there. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward to the interview. It's going to be at the regular, uh, show time, 10 o'clock, uh, central tomorrow. And you're welcome to stop by. And, uh, otherwise, of course, it will end up in the regular podcast feed and you can check it out there. I got to remember, I, he sent me, um, copies of, uh, all of the tunes on his new CD, uh, Vampire Hotel, which I have yet to get all of them uploaded to uh, Blog Talk Radio yet, so I can play them. But I do have a couple, and I uh, don't believe I played this one yet from him. little something called Lift This Fog.
Kirby, lift this fog. And again, we will have to be having the interview tomorrow when you are welcome to listen at that time. And you're certainly welcome to call in with any questions or comments that you want to pass on to Mr. Kirby. And I will look forward to that. I think I've caused enough trouble for one day. So I do want to thank you for listening. And we will look forward to the interview tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll talk at you later, and this is the IDSL out. Thank you for listening to the IDSL. The It Doesn't Suck list is based on a search for tunes by Minnesota artists on GarageBand.com, sorted by the name of the song. We make no guarantees to play everything, just everything we can get away with. Theme music is 140 times from Rock On, also an IDSL tune from earlier in the list. Comments are welcome at grizzliesgrowls.com. This show is released under Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 3.0 License. Thanks again, and talk at you later. Later.